Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. We now know that the Uvalde chief that was in charge of that response lied multiple times since that shooting, claiming that officers tried to open the doors, found them locked and reinforced, and they were waiting on keys. The footage has come out and shows no attempt by officers to open those doors. The more we learn about Uvalde, the worse it looks for the chief. New surveillance footage shows they didn't even try to enter the classroom with the shooter for almost an hour while they had Kevlar vests, shields, helmets, and AR-15s. The children only had the clothes on their back. Now, I want to be clear about this. This is a decision-making process that makes me angry. We know that parents and police officers did show up and were willing to go in and risk their lives to save those children's lives. We know of one law enforcement officer whose wife called and said, I've been shot and I think I'm, and I'm dying. And he was not allowed to go in that building and try to save her, which he should have been allowed to do. There are a lot of good cops who wanted to rush into that classroom, who would have rushed in that classroom without hesitation. 
But this goes back to leadership and chain of command. How this happened is beyond me. Looking at what we see now, knowing what we know now, uh, the stories that are coming out, Eva Morales was one of the victims, called her husband and said she'd been shot and was dying. When he tried to save her, he was detained by the police, had his gun taken away and was escorted from the school. The officer's officer husband of slain Uvalde teacher was detained, had his gun taken away after trying to save his wife, her life. I want you to read. I want to read this from you. And this is coming from from the local news. KSAT 12 quote, shocking testimony from the Texas DPS DPS director on Tuesday has revealed even more insight into the abject failure, quote unquote, of response to the Uvalde shooting that occurred on May the 24th. Now, before I remind you about just how absurd these laws are being passed in Washington that would have no impact at all on the shooting in Uvalde or the ones in New York that they're claiming they would have stopped, they would not, they're lying to you. I want to tell you real quick about my good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. You know what's going on with the economy right now. Uh, And you're seeing what's happening with inflation and hyperinflation. And my friends at Legacy Precious Metals can help you deal with those serious issues. If you've been freaking out over what's happening with your IRA, with your 401k, with your investments on Wall Street, the question is, did you invest in gold or silver? Did you diversify your investments so that there is a hedge with your portfolio for inflation? Well, that's exactly what gold and silver has done for so many. It is a hedge to protect when it comes to inflation. Right now is actually a great time for you to protect your investments with gold and silver. No, you didn't miss the opportunity. No, it's not too late. So calling it the investor's guide from the company that not only do I use, but I also trust. Online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. You can also call them and get the investor's guide for free. 1-866-751-2218. 1-866-751-2218. 1-866-751-2218. Also, reminder, make sure you hit that auto-download or subscribe button now so that you can get this podcast every day for free. Uh, and make sure you share this podcast on social media by hitting that little forward button right now. Now, let me remind you, we just passed a bunch of new laws in America, right, that you're supposed to celebrate. They're going to make you safer because of what happened with this school shooting, even though none of these laws would have had any impact on that shooting. And now we're finding out that this was an, quote, abject failure. The Texas Department of Public Safety Director, Colonel Stephen McCraw, revealed that the husband of a slain elementary teacher, Eva Morales, tried to save her but was barred from doing so. Ruben... Ruiz is a police officer for the school district and was on the scene after the gunman entered the school and opened fired. McCraw said that Morales called Ruiz, her husband, and told him that she had been shot and was dying, quote unquote. And what happened to him is he tried to move forward into the hallway. He was detained and they took his gun away from him and escorted him off of the scene. McCraw didn't say who specifically detained this police officer who was willing to go save his wife's life and the lives of children. Now, this is just one example of what we're now finding out. 
You know, just when I thought that Uvalde couldn't get any worse, it gets worse. This is a not only a nightmare for this poor widowed husband, who strangely enough is a Uvalde police officer for the school district. Why would other cops stop a fellow cop from saving his dying wife is the question that all of us should be asking. And I go back to this. It's chain of command. You are taught to do what the chain of command says. And clearly in Uvalde, they said, don't go. Wait an hour with a guy in a classroom with innocent children and don't go. And then when it went horribly wrong, they lied about it and tried to cover it up. The chain of command. Do I think all the police officers in that hallway were cowards? No. Do I think they were listening the way they were trained that you don't go until you're given the order to go? Yes. Do I think this is a problem that we have too many police officers that are running departments that run them from a political mindset instead of a law enforcement mindset? Clearly, that is a problem in this country right now. I don't know how another cop would stop another cop from 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 saving his dying wife. I don't understand that. I don't understand why they would take him and take his gun, but that had to be a chain of command issue. I can't even imagine knowing that I'm in the hallway, down the hall from where my wife is, who's been shot, who called me, and they detain me and take me from the scene, and having to live with that, knowing that there's a good chance I could have saved her. I can't deal with that. But what I do know about all of this is this guy who was in charge, this police officer, it, it is very clear from the first interior photo of the Uvalde school that's been released that officers were on the scene at 11.52 a.m. with rifles and ballistic shields. The shooter remained inside alive until 12.50, so two minutes shy of an hour, and they sat there. These new photos released of the Uvalde police had the ballistic shields needed in the hallway of the school, time-stamped at 12.04. These officers were ordered to stand down by the police chief, Pete Arredondo. Now, why did this police chief act this way? Can we all talk about this guy for just a moment? When the head of the Texas DPS slams the Uvalde police response to the school shooting and calls it an abject failure, I wish they would have said it was an abject failure of chain of command or from the police chief. The commander made a decision to put the lives of officers ahead of the lives of the children, quote unquote. The officers had body armor. The children had none, quote unquote. And Arredondo was the hero we put on TV early on because the liberal media said, oh, what a great police chief. Look at what he's doing. He's communicating so well. He's talking to the press. We now know that he's lied multiple times since the shooting, even claiming that officers tried to open the doors but found them to be locked and reinforced. That never happened. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. 
Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, you got to take a step back from this as a parent, and you have to look at this abject failure, quote unquote. I'm sure there's some police officers in that hallway that were clearly willing and ready to fight that were being told they don't go fight that are probably wishing they would have just said, screw your chain of command, I'm out of here. But they've been trained and indoctrinated to follow the chain of command. You can look at the political donations of this guy, and this guy's clearly a hardcore lefty who supports Democrats, which is exactly why I do, unfortunately, think that politics matter in law enforcement. You should never, ever, ever want a hardcore lefty now, unfortunately, to be in charge of a police department. And too many of these leaders run for office, they run for election, they run for re-election, and they are political jobs. They are not law enforcement officers. And this is happening all over the country. 
Some of the worst leaders right now in this country are actually police chiefs that are political. They're politicians. They're not law enforcement officers. They're politicians masquerading as law enforcement officers. And this is a perfect example of that with this guy. We, you can follow the money. And I don't. I, I thought about doing a deep dive into the money. I don't really care about the money. I want to just put it on your radar screen. You can do that research and go look at it. There are articles out there talking about all the people he's donated funds to and all the liberals he's supported, and you get to make those connections, okay? It's there. It's a fact. What I care about more is moving forward in the future and what the hell are we going to do to save kids' lives because you look at these pictures and they're heartbreaking. They're in the school, and they know where the shooter is, and they know the classroom he's in, and they have phone calls coming from that classroom. You have a teacher that says, I'm dying, to her husband, who's a police officer with a school district, and he's taken, his gun is taken away from him, escorted from the school. How do you stop this from happening in the future? Number one, you take away the gun signs that say no gun-free zone. They don't work. Every time a bad guy with a gun test the gun-free zones in schools they always win it's a it's a kumbaya bs utopia that never should have become a thing and never should have happened number one number two we need way more security for our kids i would argue that we need probably a bare minimum of two police officers every school because one is not enough We've seen where one shooter has engaged one police officer, been able to take one out or shoot one. We need more than one. But more than that, I go back to this wife. I'm, a, I'm assuming that this police officer's wife was probably not anti-Second Amendment. I would assume that she probably knew how to, to shoot a firearm. I'm assuming that people like her would want to carry a gun into the schools, which brings me back to this new legislation. The Ohio Senate has passed this legislation to make it easier to arm teachers. Now, of course, the left freaks out when this broke. But in the wake of the tragic Uvalde, Texas school massacre, what I think the Ohio Senate understood was you can't even trust the political leaders that are in charge of police departments to do the right thing when it comes to school shootings. We just saw that in Texas. Somebody said to me the other day, well, this is what happens when you demasculate men. I don't think that's as, as partially true, but I don't think it connects to Uvalde. I think in Uvalde, you had a police chief that put his officers' lives ahead of the children's lives, and that man should never be in law enforcement. I will say that. Right? You, you should never, ever be in law enforcement if you put officers ahead of children in a school shooting. You should know and trust the training of those officers and know they signed up to risk their lives to protect innocent children. And you should let them do their job, not hold them back for an hour, which is what they did. But what they did in the Ohio Senate in the wake of the shooting was they didn't pass new laws like the like Congress did, claiming they're going to save people's lives and these laws will not save people's lives. Right. Like they're doing in D.C. right now. Using this tragedy for pushing a political agenda. What Ohio said was, that we're not going to be caught flat-footed. You can carry a gun to school if you're a teacher and go through training, administrator, staff member, because you're the first line of defense, and we want to make sure that you have a chance to protect and defend yourself until the police get there. We want to make sure that you are right there and able, and if you want to, not mandated. I never want to give a gun to somebody that doesn't want to have a gun. I never want to give somebody a gun that doesn't feel like... They can handle a firearm. I want to make that clear. 
I never would mandate that teachers carry firearms. Okay, I believe it should be a choice. But you can't tell me that in Uvalde there weren't a bunch of people in that school that would have been more than happy to be the first responders, to be there instantly, to be able to protect and defend children if something like this happened. I've lost a lot of faith in law enforcement. Not the men and women that wear the uniforms, the leadership of them. There are far too many police chiefs that are that are activists. There are far too many police chiefs that are, I mean, look, look at what they just did in Chicago with Lori Lightfoot. If I was a police officer in Chicago, I'd find another job immediately. You can't even chase people anymore in Chicago on foot. They have all these new rules now to not chase people. So if you if you pull somebody over, they get out of the car, start running. You don't even you're, you're not even allowed to run after them anymore. It's it's total insanity. And many of these police chiefs are the ones that are going along with this. So Ohio and this and every state in America should advocate for this, and every state in America should do this. They said, we're going to pass this legislation that will make it easier to arm teachers, and Ohio teachers would need less than a day of training before carrying a gun to school rather than the current required month that they have. Many teachers don't have an entire month to go to school to learn how to carry a gun. They're saying, look, you have eight hours of training. We'll give you more training if you want after that. You got to keep up with training after that. But the reality is you can protect and defend your life in a school. And we're going to give you the opportunity without having to jump through a month, a, a, a required month of training, which is what they currently have in Ohio. And the Ohio House agrees with the Senate changes to the bill that passed. And they said, hey, we are going to allow you to protect and defend yourself and your students in your classroom. This House Bill 99 is simple. It passed the House nearly six months ago, but they would eliminate the need for teachers to pass the state's peace officers training course, which include more than 700 hours of instruction, which is insane. And that's why Democrats said they had to do it. They knew that there were too many people that would not on their own time spend 700 hours in a classroom. To quote Joe Biden, come on, man. You want a you you want a janitor or a, or or a teacher to go to seven hundred hours of training to carry a firearm in the classroom? You're insane. Instead, teachers would be required to complete twenty four hours of training, along with four reoccurring hours of training established by the attorney general each year. School districts would individually require more training if they so choose. Making it a local issue. States should look at this law. It's a very, very smart law. Staff members and teachers would be required to meet certain age requirements. I'm okay with that. The school boards must notify the public if they choose to allow staff to be armed. I'm okay with that. It's transparency. But when you can't trust the chain of command of the police to allow you to, to, to come save you when there's a school shooting, a mass shooting. And, and this, by the way, the response you saw in the school could also happen to you in a grocery store or anywhere else, a movie theater, if you've got the wrong police chief. This could happen anywhere as an adult. You could be stuck inside with a mass shooter for an hour because you've got the chain of command telling the officers who are ready to go, don't, do not go, stay, hold back, which is what happened in this school. This isn't the only police chief, by the way, that would respond this way in this country because we've allowed police chiefs to become political figures instead of law enforcement officers. And that should have never have happened in this country. 
Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
They lied to the parents, to their faces, telling them they tried to get in that classroom, but the door was locked and the door was reinforced. We know now that was a lie. They said they tried to get in that classroom, but the doors were locked. They were waiting on the keys. We know that was a lie. They said they tried to save those kids' lives when clearly they were told to stand back and wait and wait and wait for a 56 minutes once they were in the school and knew where the shooter was. We know that one of the police officers there was responding not just on behalf of the children, but his wife who'd been shot, who called him and said she was dying. And what they do? They restrained him. We know that people that were willing to go into that classroom, willing to risk their lives to save kids' lives, were restrained, even handcuffed, and their guns were taken away. Why is this happening? It's simple. We have allowed police, police chiefs to become political figures And that should have never happened. There are a lot of police chiefs in this country right now that are not genuine law enforcement officers. They are politicians. And if there's any job a politician shouldn't have, it should be being a police chief or a sheriff or someone in charge of a law enforcement, a law enforcement community. You know, we've tried this gun free zone. Idea experiment it's a failure every time someone wants to challenge it every single time that somebody shows up with a firearm and decides to test the gun-free zone they win and our kids lose we lose i'm in favor of arming any person in a school that is willing to go through a little bit of training and wants to protect and defend themselves You know, these kids not only were helpless, the people inside around them were helpless, the teachers were helpless. And every time we see teachers who get killed protecting and defending kids' lives, if you're willing to give your kids over to these adults for eight hours a day for the majority of their youth, right, the majority of their life, 18 and under, is with some other person, why in the hell would you not trust them to save your kid's life or protect, at least try to protect your kid's life In a scenario like this, I've never understood that logic. You'll let them indoctrinate your kids. You'll let them teach them about reading, writing, and arithmetic. You'll let them be in charge of the success of their future failures in life when it comes to their education, but you don't trust them to protect and and defend your child's life in a classroom? I don't understand that logic. Look at the legislation that was just passed in D.C., None of it's going to affect school shootings. Go look at it. Read it. I have. These people are not there to protect your kids. Many of these police chiefs here, politicians, are not going to protect your kids. This police chief tried to lie and cover it up, and it's all coming out now. The video shows they lied about all of it. If you cannot trust the leaders who are in charge of law enforcement to go in and save your kids' lives, if they are in this scenario, then why are we not arming the teachers that want to be armed? If I was a school teacher, I know just from I, just from teaching tennis with kids, I know from my own kids, I would absolutely give up my life to try to save another kid's life. It's just in the, my DNA. Would I charge a classroom with a guy that has a bigger and better gun than I have to try to save kids' lives if I'm in that scenario? Yes. Am I going to run away? No. It's just in my DNA. 
many of these people in the community were the same way. The guy that was, you know, sitting there and heard where the shooting happened, right? Got the text message, the phone call, and was getting his, you know, at the barber shop in Uvalde and asked the barber if he had a gun. He gave him a shotgun and went to school. The same with his dad, who was not a police officer in that moment. He was a husband trying to save his, his wife's life. There are people that will put their lives on the line. You just need to let them go and do it when they have the opportunity and don't hold them back. Because now what we're learning is you cannot trust that law enforcement is going to do the right thing. And I'm not criticizing the police. I'm criticizing the politicians masquerading as police chiefs and commanders. I look at those pictures and the video that has come out and been leaked out of those police officers staged in that hallway, they were like racehorses in the gate just waiting for the doors to open because they didn't flinch when they finally gave them the order 56 minutes later to go into that classroom. They didn't flinch. They were ready to go. And I'm sure some of them said at that moment in time now, I wish we would have just said, screw you, police chief, we're going. Screw you, chain of command, but we've indoctrinated them that the chain of command is important, and it is in the military and it is in police, especially in police operations. I understand that. I respect it. But I guarantee you if this happened again in Uvalde today or tomorrow or yesterday, another one of these scenarios, and that police chief said stand down, they wouldn't do it because they had the experience of realizing what happens in the aftermath when you listen to that chain of command who clearly has no idea what they're actually doing. Which is why Ohio is so smart. When you, when you empower the people to do what is instinctive, and it's instinctive to fight when someone's trying to kill you. Part of this is just straight up instinct. If someone attacks you, your instinct is to fight back. If someone's trying to hurt children, your instinct is to protect the children. And Ohio is saying, we're going to give those people that have that in their DNA. Not everybody does, but a lot. There's enough of us out there that still are, that are going to fight. And they're going to fight, and they're willing to die to protect innocent people's lives. There's enough good people like that still left in our school systems. And many school teachers are willing to die, and we see it every time when there's a school shooting. They use their body as a human shield. They try to protect their students, and they die. Every school shooting, there's one common animator, a dead teacher or a dead administrator or multiple dead teachers who afterwards we find out were heroes. If you're willing to dedicate your life for not a lot of money to, 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 to teach children, there's usually something really inherently good and pure about your, your motives. And those are the people that you want to arm. And to the left, it says, oh, this is a scary idea. What's scarier, a lot of dead kids because no one can stop a shooter or a teacher who's willing to try to protect and defend that child? Because they're going to do it either way. Whether you give them the tool or don't give them the tool, they're going to try to protect those kids. So give them the tool to protect those kids. We've tried this liberal way. We've tried the liberal logic. We've tried the signs that say gun-free zone. They don't work every single time they've been challenged. If there's any data that's been consistent, it is that data. When you chat, when someone challenges your gun-free kumbaya world, it always fails every single time. So why do you keep going down the same road when you know the outcome is going to be the same next time? 
But until we start telling people this, until we start demanding it from our legislators, until we start showing up and saying, let our kids be safer in the school, safer by allowing the administrators to carry firearms that want to, and those that want to be trained, until we change the narrative, the left will continue to not protect your children. It's up to us, folks. Ohio got it right. There's a blueprint there. We should do the same thing everywhere in this country where we care about kids because the left is not going to give an inch. They do not want you to feel empowered to save your own life. That's also why I never will trust liberals on these issues. These the same people that demand that you kill babies on demand right before they're born in this country and celebrate abortion. And you think they're going to value your kid's life when the you know what hits the fan? No, they care about their ideals and their ideology. And that is that no guns are allowed. And they care more about that agenda than they do about any child whose life is going to be taken. Proof of it is the legislation they just passed in the Senate. None of it's going to stop a school shooting, but they use that tragedy and they use your emotions to pass a bill that takes away more of your rights in a in the disguise and the name and the packaging of, oh, this we could save people's lives in Uvalde or the next shooting on the subway in New York. And it will not. Please make sure that you take all this information that we gave you today and share it with your family and friends. Hit that forward button, share it on social media. And if you've never written us a five-star review, please do that right now uh, so that more people will find this podcast. Thank you for listening. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, 
or wherever you get your podcast.